Dr. Emily Funk Reynolds, and you are listening to the Confessions of a Young Doctor podcast, where we are striving for a balance at work and at home so that we can be the best for our patients, our family, and most importantly, for ourselves. Hi, young doctor friend. I hope you all are holding up well. Um, as you guys know, if you are a loyal follower of the podcast, I took the week off last week and decided to not put out an episode. And I think I'm definitely not alone in feeling a little bit overwhelmed, stressed out these days. Um, just a lot of turmoil going on in the world. And one of those big things is obviously the pandemic. And I think a lot of us have adapted to kind of what we are uh, commonly calling our quote new normal. Um, However, with the recent uptick in cases and um, the threat of increased lockdown um, and new regulations heading back into strict quarantines, I think it's been easy for a lot of us to start to feel down um, rather than hopeful about the situation. So um, one thing that I always try to remind myself is that although you can't necessarily control what is going on around you all of the time, you can control the way that you react to it and your mindset. So I started to think about what's going on, and I know in talking with some of my colleagues and my friends um, from dental school who are also in the early stages of their healthcare careers, um, a lot of us are worried about a general lack of experience due to you know decreased clinical experience or just not really getting the full residency or early career experience that is typical due to the pandemic. And um, while I think that that may be true, I also think that there are a lot of positives from experiencing this situation at the time that we are in our careers. So I wanted to devote today's episode to kind of reviewing that and give all of us, myself included, um, definitely with this episode, I am talking to myself as much as I am to you guys, um, just a little bit of perspective and encouragement that things may not be as bad in terms of our overall learning um, and future prospects due to this time period. So I hope that you guys find it helpful. So like I mentioned, I think one of the things that consistently comes up when I'm talking with my peers is all of the things that we are missing out on or all the opportunities that we're not getting to experience and um, a worry about not getting to develop clinical skill as quickly as some of our predecessors might have. And I'm, I'm not disputing that. I think that there may be some truth to that if we are, you know, seeing patients uh, less percentage of the time than people before us. However, I do feel that we are developing a lot of intangible skills that I would argue are more difficult to develop in your career. Um, And what I mean by that is one of the things that we have, you know, all been working on, whether we like it or not, is our ability to 
adapt to change. Um, this period has forced us to modify our daily protocols um, from the traditional way that we were doing them. And also, you know, as the situation has been evolving, we have been continuing to change our protocols monthly, weekly, and sometimes even daily. I think there will always be more clinical skills for us to learn, and I don't think anybody early in their career feels like they know everything about the field. However, I think the ability to change and adapt is an important skill to learn, and it's something that can't really be taught. It's, it's as we all know, something that needs to be learned through experience, and the fact that we have the opportunity to have this kind of experience early in our career will make us better equipped to handle any future challenges that might come up. You know, something that may have seemed like a big deal in the future, you know, you'll always be able to think back, well, you know, it's not as bad as what we had to do during COVID. And if I can get through that time, you know, I can get through this. So I think having this experience under your belt will be more helpful, not only in terms of your ability to evolve with a situation, but also in terms of giving yourself the kind of confidence or the prior knowledge that you were able to get through this experience will be just a confidence boost or something that you can look back on and know that, like I said before, if you made it through now, then you can make it through future tough situations that will inevitably present themselves. I also think that this time has given us a view into healthcare administration and healthcare systems and management distribution supply chain that a lot of us wouldn't normally experience as younger doctors, whether you are still in a residency program or you are working as an employee for another healthcare system um, under a management company. I think a lot of times, you know, we just show up and we do our jobs or our roles in this larger machine, but seeing how different administrations and companies have handled the pandemic and being able to see how those decisions from the top trickle down to affect you and your feelings on them, um, I think is also a pretty important perspective to keep in mind as you go into your future. I think a lot of us have desires in the future to be one of those you know, people at the top making decisions, whether it's owning your own practice or being a partner or maybe even working in a healthcare administration setting and having the insight into how those processes um, come about and how different groups manage this situation, I think has been really eye-opening. And Though most of us are not in a position right now where we are the ones making those decisions, I think one of the things that has come out of this is that 
those groups are being much more transparent about the decisions that they're making because the situation is ever evolving. So we are getting a bit of a look into some of those processes. Um, and I think that it just helps to inform our future prospects um, when we might be in that position in the future, as well as things to keep in mind and how you aren't in this little bubble of your own just practicing and doing your own thing, um, you know, and the more broader scale, first of all, how what's happening in one portion of the world can trickle down and affect the rest of the world. I think, you know, a lot of us, when this was all happening in China, didn't really feel too concerned about it. Um, and, you know, looking at where we are now, I think if that were to happen again in the future, we would be uh, feeling much, a little differently, let's say. Um, and then also, you know, it's a good case study in how one thing in the industry or maybe not even in your industry in another industry can affect your industry as a healthcare worker. So, I mean, this is true for anything. Like look at social media and the internet and how, you know, online reviews have shaped healthcare and the commoditization of healthcare and whether you agree with that, if you think it's problematic or not, um, which might be a topic for another episode, but you know, we are seeing doctors on Instagram now and direct marketing to patients. People are leaving Yelp and Google reviews for their doctors. So everything influences everything else. And I think this is just a great example of that, how something that seems to only affect a small nucleus of people or a small industry um, can have ripple effects into everything else. And I think it really just shows how important it is to be in tune with what's going on in the environment outside of just your practice silo. And you can apply that at a smaller level in terms of, you know, keeping tabs on what's happening in the rest of medicine and not just your field. And then also, you know, what's happening with the economy, what's happening with patient perception, um, and really take it to, <laughs> to pretty much anything. Um, but I think, again, this whole time and pandemic is just a big reminder for a lot of things that we probably already knew but maybe weren't really thinking about or seeing how important or to how big of an extent um, they can have an influence on ultimately our career in our daily life and then of course just not even just professionally but personally i think for a lot of us this time has been a time to reflect on family, on our future goals, on what's really important to us, as well as be thankful for our health or our loved one's health or the things that we do have as we look at so many other people suffering or struggling um, during this time. And I think early in your career, you should harness this opportunity to really examine your career and your trajectory and see 
what is most important to you and how can you make your career in the future more ideal for your situation. I think a lot of us have maybe uh, realized that a lot of our work as healthcare providers we can't do remotely. Um, we are not like a lot of our colleagues that just work in an office and um, you know are now virtual and working from home. A lot of us have been going in and seeing patients because we need to physically see them. Um, there are a lot of things that we can do virtually, um, but ultimately, I would say at least right now where we are, being a doctor is not something that you can do from home 100% of the time. And I think um, that lends itself to certain risks and certain um, constraints. So I think it's it's something to keep in mind that a lot of us probably didn't think about when we were uh, deciding to go into the field. Um, and is that something that you are okay with given the current circumstances or are there aspects of you, your job that you would like in the future to be able to virtualize or um, do more remotely if you could? Um, or maybe, you know, within healthcare, there's a different kind of job that you want because you do want um, that flexibility that other careers have. Um, that at least at this moment, we don't totally have as doctors. And then also, you know, it highlights the importance of being able to, quote, recession-proof your job. Um, are there things that you can implement in your current work style to make you less dependent on others or on the, you know, rest of society um are there things that you can do to safeguard yourself against something like a pandemic which is not <laughs> something that was ever on our radar but i guarantee that there will now be uh, pandemic clauses in contracts and insurance policies because of this time that we have experienced i think the tendency for a lot of young doctors is to look at the situation and think, oh my gosh, poor me, and you know, I'm not getting the clinical experience or XYZ, I'm missing out on this conference or whatever that, you know, all the residents before me or young doctors before me have had the opportunity to go to. Um, but honestly, when I compare myself and where I am to doctors that are out in the field right now who have been practicing for 20, 30 years, I feel much more fortunate um, than them. And let me tell you why. Because, you know, the expression, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. While I don't think that that is 100% true, I think it is much easier to train a puppy than to train a six-year-old dog. And what I mean by that is we as new doctors don't really have an established routine or way of doing things and we are still early in our careers right that's part of the reason why we sometimes struggle because we don't have a set method or a way of doing things but in this case with all of the change that is afoot and all of the evolving situations that we are constantly dealing with 
I think it's actually a pro to not have a set routine because it's way less disruptive to us as new doctors that aren't set in our way to change the way that we're doing things because honestly we might be changing the way that we are doing things on a regular basis anyway because we're trying out different things and we're trying to figure out you know what works best for us um so i think amid the pandemic and with this quote quote new normal um that we all seem to be saying way too often these days it's much easier for us to adapt to this new way and all of the changes that are coming um, than someone who has been practicing in a very specific way for 30 years. And I think a lot of doctors are also, established doctors are also feeling very um, frustrated and tired by the situation. And I think, you know, realistically, I do think this experience is sending um, a decent amount of doctors into early retirement um, I think a lot of people who are maybe, you know, five years away from retiring are accelerating their timelines a bit, um, whether that's for health reasons or if they're just exhausted um, from it all. Because as we know, it is it is tiring and we are young and we have, you know, arguably much more energy um, than some of our older colleagues. And if we're feeling tired, you can bet they are, too, especially, you know, as they try to navigate doing things virtually and picking out computers which is something they're not always as comfortable with to begin with um so i think that also opens up opportunity for a lot of us um going forward to fill the positions that some of our um, older colleagues might be leaving because they are you know leaving the workforce maybe a few years uh, earlier than they would normally and, you know, overall, I think it is an exciting time to be a young doctor because I think there are a lot of shifts in the medical field that are accelerated by the pandemic. And I think, you know, we are moving towards increase in technology, virtualization, and this whole experience has really just sped up that process. So I think it is rapidly changing, overwhelming and uncertain. But I do think that there are going to be a lot of positives that come out of this experience. And um, I'm happy that I am a younger doc rather than an old one. So, you know, I don't think any of us expected this to last this long. Um, and at this point, I couldn't even begin to predict how much longer it will last. Uh, so... <laughs> I hope you all are taking care of yourselves and actually it's it's interesting because I did an episode on you know my kind of perspective on the pandemic a few months ago so I'm going to go back and listen to that uh, for myself now and see how my perspective may have changed a little bit I think I was still you know trying to be optimistic as I always try to be but now that the situation seems to me kind of sticking around, I think my focus has shifted on the future and how this experience will shape me going forward in my career. And I think, as I said before, you have the power to control your reaction and your mindset. And in a time like this, where that's one of the only things we can control, I think you need to harness that and, uh, make sure that 
the things that you are thinking and telling yourself are productive. So I would end this just by saying that I, by no means, am super positive all the time during this experience and don't beat yourself up if you are not, Um, but just try not to let your thoughts spiral and send yourself down that deep dark hole um, and have a reality check with yourself sometimes and just really think about it Um, because, you know, when I sat down to come up with this episode, I... I did feel much more optimistic at at the end, and I hope that in listening to this, you guys are too. So take care of yourselves, um, and I will catch y'all in the next one. Bye, guys. (laughs) 